you've tuned into Mud Hut. Welcome to my podcast. I'm Asha DC, and here are my segments for my podcast. I hope you enjoy them. And for today's transits on this extraordinarily second day of beaming sunshine here in the United Kingdom in the city of London we are experiencing amazing heat so if you're not used to the heat I would suggest especially around this time of the day midday to take shade and cool down. So for today's transits, Wednesday the 20th of May, using UT time, we have the sun in Taurus. And it's on its 29 degrees of Taurus, which means that tomorrow it will, the sun will be in Gemini. So, oh wow. Do you know, more and more people are getting in their cars and driving. And I noticed also the uh, activity of planes back in the sky going across the path where I live in West London. Uh, I think this sort of weather, especially in this trying testing times, will agitate. So I wouldn't get in my car and drive anywhere unless it was an absolute emergency. And I have seen today, without sounding like Mary Whitehouse, you know, there's lots of people who are meeting socially and getting absolutely slaughtered. And, um, you know, who, who can blame young people for wanting to do that? But it's it's all uncertain right now. And I'm not about to launch into a lecture. The point of this t- episode today was to try and take our minds off of this whole lockdown situation that we've been experiencing for 10 weeks plus. So back to the transits, we've got the sun in 29 degrees Taurus, the moon in 4 degrees Taurus, the moon loves to be in Taurus, the moon is exalted in Taurus, so today really really if a child was born today would be a very lucky little child so on our mercury we have um mercury in gemini and we have venus in 20 degrees retrograde gemini so venus retrograde gemini is one of the leading factors as to energies that are influencing our communications at the moment so with it being in retrograde there's going to be a very difficult awkward not so easy as venus in direct gemini because venus in gemini is such communicative informative energy that Gemini likes to do lots of things all at once and get things going and can pick up things and put things down really quickly and grasp things really quickly but it Venus being in retrograde 
Venus being the planet that not only is a planet of information but also of Venusian qualities of your heart and emotion and love and all of those sort of emotional things that may you may be experiencing at the moment I know that at this point 10 weeks in I feel that there's going to be a lot of people out there with suffering with mental health issues. I don't know whether they're getting their medications or if they're off their medications or, you know, if they're able to get to the doctors or the hospitals. I can't imagine that they are, you know, and they're having to cope with dealing with without carers or support that they usually would have ordinarily without being in lockdown, now known as cluckdown, since we're all in our coop so now also moving on to mars we have mars in pisces jupiter is also gone retrograde in capricorn saturn has also gone retrograde in aquarius saturn that being in a that heavy vibration um you also may be feeling that in this weird 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 way also we have uranus in taurus neptune in pisces pluto in retrograde capricorn chiron in aries and we're looking at true nodes 29 degrees in retrograde gemini and true lilith in nine degrees aries so there's a whole heap going on but there's no hardly any energies in Aquarius oh no hang on Saturn's in Aquarius what am I looking at there's hardly any energies in Sagittarius and Scorpio there's hardly any main planetary energies in in um, Virgo I'm looking also at Libra um So it does look like that there's, and also Sagittarius, Capricorn. There's lots of energies missing, so it's not really that equal. So two main planets, the sun and the moon, are in Taurus. And two main planets, Mercury and Venus, are in Gemini. And one of those planets, Venus, is in retrograde. And we've got one, two, three, four, five planets in retrograde at this moment. So I feel that even though the sun is shining outside and ordinarily you'd be enjoying on a day like this, I feel that there may be elements of frustration, obviously, from what we're going through. Um, I can only, only, only try to suggest just doing something else to occupy yourself if you possibly can we're coming into a a new moon situation on friday the 22nd of may um, which will also replenish lots of different energies that may be conducive to your individual charts as a person who you are you can always look up your individual charts online on astro.com to put in your birth date and it's really important also to know your date of birth and then that's where you can start the lovely journey of astrology being a guide if you if you don't already use astrology as a guide And that's the end of the weather 
planetary weather and transits for today. Since we've been on lockdown, I have been quite interested in taking supplements because I am in my 40s now. So I have started taking zinc citrate, which has benefits to help the immune system and decreases inflammation, which is I think quite important at the moment. I've been taking magnesium as well. I've also managed to source vitamin supplements from places that are a little bit less than the normal places you'd get supplements. I would recommend trying Wilco, uh, which is a, like I suppose the American, American version is Costco. It's a cheaper brand um but essentially the same thing if you look on the back the codes will be the same um as in the more expensive shops um so yep so magnesium uh, and at wilco they do that with a bit vitamin b6 and i've also been taking some omega 3 6 and 9 for heart and circulation the um magnesium is also uh contributing to energy release to muscle and brain function um because yeah i do have fatigue especially if i've if i've not got the ability to go out to my regular routine um and i i don't know if i'm saying this right this is called Raymania extract which i've started to take only today and it's a chinese herbal uh remedy supplement where it or it's seemingly there to help also boost your immune system and to help with your blood if you have diabetes in your family um people at certain age certain cultures like asian cultures will uh, certainly have that in their ethnicity so i'm trying out that for um for the time being and I'm also taking wheatgrass shots turmeric shots um I could go on and on I'm just sort of walking around. I don't need to eat anymore I just take loads of shots now um I do like to also grate raw garlic over my salads raw garlic being a nature's natural antibiotic all these things are really simple I mean even if if I can get my hands on them then you can and then also have that improve your system um, depending on what your own dietary situation is because not everybody likes garlic not everybody would like cod liver oil um, but it will if you do I, I, I'm, I, I'm feeling like that it's helping and the zinc especially is it gives an extra pop to to my energy so that was my daily supplements for today so i tried something new 
not the last episode, the episode before that, where I was DJing and just leaving the music on my decks to run free. So um, I got some feedback from that and, and that's better than the music that obviously, I don't know, it's all copyright related really as to what I can use and what I can't use. And so Anchor FM, which is the platform I use to make my podcast, uh, only allows you short clips so that the you the monetary situation um, doesn't get legal or whatever. So, um, but then if you own a record, which which is what I did with the Bell Stars, um, I'm uh, and it hasn't been removed. Um, I'm hoping they won't remove. Uh, well, anyway, we'll give it a go, and if a couple of people hear it, because my <laughs> I only have about four listeners anyway, so. You know, let's give it a whirl. So next up, what we have uh, lined up for your listening pleasure is I really I really like to listen to sort of uh, old French classics sometimes and then delving into the more modern French pop music, um, even like new stuff today. So I think I'm going to go with a theme today, perhaps, or depending on, I'll I'll just take go along as it as it. I'll just play music as it goes as I go along. Um, so this one lined up is Le Vie en Rose, which um, Grace Jones uh, brought to my attention with on her LP Island Life back in the eighties when I was about thirteen. Um, it's French for Life in Pink. Isn't that lovely? Um, the song I think was well. I think uh, Edith Piaf. Let me just quickly do a check. Yeah, French singer Edith Piaf, written in nineteen forty five, popularized in nineteen forty six, um, and released as a single in forty seven. Um, so many people have covered this song it's really difficult to I think in my opinion to do it badly but like it's also really really nice in a French accent but evidently Donna Summer has done a version too Louis Armstrong Dean Martin Anne Pigalle Belinda Carlisle. Uh, I, I mean, there's so many people. The version that I'm going to play um, of La Vie en Rose is by Gypsy Jazz Caravan from Gypsy Jazz Caravan 3.
And that was the rather delectable La Vie en Rose, my iPad falling down on the floor there. La Vie en Rose was a song that made Edith Piaf internationally famous with its lyrics expressing the joy of finding true love and appealing to those who would survive the difficult period of World War II. Which kind of feels relevant to, in, a, in the most sincerest way of our situation that we're all facing globally in these very, very difficult times. So during lockdown, I think um, certain online activity has just gone way into the stratosphere. People being at home, people trying to get by. Uh, I think there are people who do like to be off grid. Uh, And I certainly take my hat off to those people. I'm currently watching, um, I'm on Facebook now and I'm currently watching mall galleries and they are transmitting live um, an artist who is doing a portrait, a self-portrait in his studio. And um, it's super interesting. He's got his... It's... Um, He's set up his easel, uh, and and behind that is another easel or tripod with a mirror clamped in so that he can see himself. And uh, it's super interesting to see his technique and how he works. Um, It's weird, even though this transmission is happening now, it's not actually telling me who this artist at Moore Galleries is. They haven't included... um, they haven't included his name, but they have included his materials, um, which he's using titani- titanium white, yellow ochre, lemon yellow, cadmium red, magenta, French ultramarine, permanent green, burnt umber, blue, black, and hog hair brushes. Um, I actually can't see who this, um, this guy... I think his name is Andrew, but we're not getting any second names here uh, at this moment. But yeah, I think I wanted to highlight the online community that is just bursting through TikTok, YouTube, you know, uh, Twitter. People are talking. That hasn't stopped, but people are talking. Zoom has gone through the roof, these webinars and meetings that people are having. And the other day we... um, we, well, not the other day, but the last three weeks, we've started up a pop quiz amongst our friends. So we've all joined Zoom. And um, each week, one of us gets to do the questions, um, which might be daunting to some people. But for me, it was thoroughly enjoyable finding the questions. Um, I, d- I started off doing a general knowledge round. And then I did um, art history and photography and then film and then five questions of thriller horror genre and then I did a Stanley Kubrick round um I did an astrology round which you know I do know that um not all of my friends are going to be clued up with astrology or even appreciate astrology um but they everyone did it and um 
yeah it was great i did a, i did a thing where i also um uh delivered lines to a movie in the style of a audition which um i did so i did that with um the shining and i think the other one was clockwork orange and then I um, did some anagrams um, because I, I was saying in the um, quiz that the um, local pub that I usually do my pub quizzes in often do anagrams. And even though it's mind bending and difficult, um, once if you get an anagram, it is uh, it is really satisfying to. Um, to know that you've worked it out on on pencil and paper um i also will share with you one of the main things that have gotten me through the last 10 weeks 11 weeks um is tony baker and he has a youtube channel that my friend robin um tuned me into and he does um animal um voiceovers a bit like your uh, terry nutkins and uh, Ma- animal magic with um it's not terry nutkins terry nutkins came later wasn't it the guy from animal magic was called i'm just googling this and you've all probably got it before i have johnny morris oh do you remember johnny morris on animal magic um i used to watch that when i was probably about seven or eight and i i I, and my dad used to do animal voices for entertainment and he's, he he also liked to enjoy watching um, Animal Magic with me when I was little. Um, where have well, I gone on a giant tangent? What was I talking about? Tony Baker, that was it. Um, he he does um, these videos called Skibbity Paps. I hope I'm saying that right. And uh, his voices are, and his observations and sound effects are so hilarious. Because the thing is, I don't think you you have to, um, you have to be one of these people who um, likes cat videos or dog, dog videos or animal videos. It is actually comedic wise. Um, just hilarious and I'm sorry if you don't like cat or animal videos but um oh shit that has just exploded don't do I like it I'm not the one today don't come over here with this we got a rough start sometimes, but it's all about how you recover. And if you look at the tape again and again, you'll see that I recovered towards the bottom of the ladder. And that's what it's all about, is how you recover, how you land. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a rough start, but hey, it's how you finish, okay? <laughs> what? Well, now that you woke me up, do you have snacks for me? Activities, plans? Hey, yo, Jeffrey, man. So, yeah, I can't really give it justice by uh, just playing a couple of his 
samples but uh yeah those things those are the sort of things that have gotten me through the um and so the having the internet has been vital and i've been catching up with loads of documentaries comedies i have started to watch um desperate romantics that's what it's called isn't it have i um desperate romantics no it can't be called that um it's the it was shown in 2007 um that yeah it's called desperate romantics it's the series i think it's more of a comedy not comedy but more of a light-hearted approach to um the pre-raphaelite brotherhood art history kind of story um starring the young bucks of today um aiden turner samuel barnett sam crane and rafe spall who is um who's got a famous actory dad timothy spall um it's obviously going to get up the nose of art historians or pernickety stuffy art people but I think it's important to adjust a show in order for it to reach out and pen- and touch reach out and touch other people who won't necessarily be interested in art history because you know like when I first learned about the art um pre-raphaelite brotherhood in uh, when I was doing art a level on our seven 16 17 I thought, oh, it's boring art. But actually, because my teacher, my art history teacher was so um, engaging and sort of went on about their sort of individual personalities as humans and how they were quite basically rock and rollers, really, really got me um, interested in these group of artists and their paintings were just mind-blowingly like nothing I've ever had ever seen and the way they they had camaraderie together and they stuck together and made a movement which is it's which is known you know previously but in England I suppose it's not so much a thing of a movement like in Spain or France necessarily but um I'm just rambling now but I yeah, so I've watched episode one and I've started episode two, I think, of Desperate Romantic. So that'll keep me that'll put me to bed at night, I think, at the moment. So damage limitations there. I think in the last segment I said I'd drop my iPad and I dropped it on one of my canvases, which made a little bit of a hole. So there's a little bit of a repair job to do during lockdown but I don't let these things get me down because I recycle a lot of my canvases and have to repair them anyway but I it just so happens that this is a brand new canvas that I got before lockdown um from Hoxton it's it's called Great Art and I do recommend them for if you can get discounts from there as an art student uh, but not as a 40 something artist I don't think you can get um discounts which is sad um but they do have um percentages off sometimes like um atlantic arts as well so next up i was thinking about this song um the last couple of weeks uh in my previous reincarnation 
uh, working for Christian Louboutin and in Mockham Street. Uh, I always was lifted by the music we would play and um, this next song is something that would instantly put us in a good mood and feel lighter and very very stylish this is Dimitri from Paris and it is un stylish feel or one stylish girl How do I look? Very good. How do I look? How do I look? How do I look? How do I look? Very good. I must say I'm amazed. I am a very stylish girl. A very stylish girl. A very stylish girl. A very stylish girl. How do I look? We're talking twenty odd years ago. We used to we used to play that in the Knightsbridge branch of Christian Louboutin 
Uh, and that was Dimitri from Paris from the album Sacre Bleu. Uh, yeah, 1999. Sacre Bleu sending me back there. So I was thinking about who this guy Dimitri from Paris, who is this Dimitri? And apparently he's um, uh, Dimitrios Yerasimos. That was my um, terrible pronunciation of Dimitrios Yerasimos, a uh, Turkish-born French music producer and DJ of Greek descent. Uh, whoa, there's a load of history there in his bloodline. As a historian, I do quite like to just update modern history. Gosh, we're going to go off into another tangent here. I better stop myself. Um musical influence rooted in 70s funk and disco sounds that spawned contemporary house music as well as original soundtracks from the 50s and 60s such as breakfast at tiffany's which is where that sample is from and i'm that's probably why i can't find it on spotify uh la dolce vita and the party the party being one of my favorite films starring peter sellers Gosh, if you haven't seen The Party, and I can't imagine that you haven't, it's a 1968 Blake Edwards film starring Peter Sellers and Claudine Langer. I really, really loved her style, especially like when she turned up in her sort of duck, duckling yellow dress at the party and then she winds up wearing a little sweat top and jeans and little pumps and she just looks fabulous and she could look like she's just stepped out of Vogue in 2021 um yeah if you haven't seen it i didn't realize it was an improvisational comedy uh set pieces from seller's improvisational comedy talents based on a fish out of water premise bungling indian actor Hurundi V. Bakshi, portrayed by Peter Sellers, who accidentally gets invited to a lavish Hollywood dinner party and makes terrible mistakes based upon ignorance of Western ways. I mean, this is just, I mean, you know, a lot of people now then think of cultural appropriation and blackface and um, being derogatory about uh, black and Asian people and characters and minstrels and, and all this sort of thing. But Yes, 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 that is absolutely on point. But in this particular case, I would say that Peter Sellers is forgiven for um, wearing blackface because it's not about that. This is the one time where you can't have that argument necessarily. Well, you can, and you can argue about anything. You know, when people were, like, freaking out about Idris Elba becoming James Bond and there was people were sort of saying, oh, no, that's not a thing. It can't be. That can't happen. But no, so going back to the party, I think it's perfectly the the one exception that um, just just fits the narrative of how the Western worlds, or Peter Sellers at least, depicts how such an ancient culture of people intertwine with a completely different way of living i.e. in the United States of America, like 1960s America, where it was all hippie and free and swinging. Um, such a great film where the depictions are 
quite accurate really uh, yeah it does mention the offensiveness of Sellers brown face routine but it's like i say it's an, an exception to me that this this is um allowed you know because it's not done in any mili- mati- malicious way um it's actually quite well observed uh in my opinion um especially when you know Peter Sellers is also renowned for doing a French inspector, if you see what I mean. So I I could go on and on talking about the party, um, but I won't. I will go on to another segment, or perhaps I will do the party in another segment. You've been listening to Mudha on Anchor FM. Please note that I don't any own any copyright to any of the songs used in this episode and I will happily take down this episode if you request me to. Internet people, corporations, businesses, world owners. Hope you enjoyed the episode. See you next time.